Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and hope you're staying warm where you're at. Right now, it's currently two degrees here in Chicago. So uh, just waiting for that warm up. And uh, these next few days are going to be a bit bitter. Uh, so hope you're staying warm where you're at and you had a great weekend. Uh, happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, hope you had a chance to listen to my interview with the board certified pediatrician and obesity medicine physician, Dr. Sheila Carroll. If you have kids or you're raising kids, this was a good one for you. Um, we touched touched on all about creating healthy habits for kids and adults, along with you know allowing your kids to be bored from time to time, which I know can be difficult, especially in this you know social media age that we live in, and you know helping kids eat single ingredient foods, along with the importance of cooking with your kids and much much more. Really enjoyed um, interviewing Dr. Carroll. And if you do have kids or you're intending to have them, this would be a good one to listen to, episode 322. Now, on today's micro-podcast, I'm going to get into a common question that gets asked by a lot of my clients, mainly my male clients, is you know, how do I get abs or lose body fat around my waist, right? Now, <clears throat> there's a lot out there regarding this, and I'm just going to try to give you some simple principles to follow. It's not an exact science. This is sort of from my personal experience along with working with clients. Um, and so I'll just get into that today. You know, the first thing I'll say is I think more and more it's important to understand where you're at. And I've talked about this before. If you've heard any of my podcasts, if you, uh, I talk about a DEXA scan. And I'm actually going to bring up mine. It's, it's not my, mo my most recent measurement. I, got, uh, I went recently about uh, uh, two months ago. Towards the end of the year, this was this was the measurement dates were from 2020, the beginning of 2020 towards about 818, 2022. So this is yeah, this is a little bit behind, but I just want to give you an idea of what what you can sort of expect to get if you do get a DEXA scan because you know obviously we all know how clothes fit. And I think that's the most important thing, right? I mean, having a six pack. I don't think it's not that it, it's not realistic for people. Certain people can probably get that, but getting your body fat percentage to a certain amount is really going to dictate having abs. And that can be also um, a different, different factors for different people in the sense that, you know, how old are you? Um, you know, your genetics, uh, how tall you are. Uh, these are all, these play a role, sort of your, um, your history as far as working out and eating, um, I've been fairly blessed. I've been able to have a fair, fairly, you know, lower body fat percentage. So I can, my, my abs do show fairly well. Um, when I was fasting more, I will say I had less body fat and more abs and I, you know, I was, I was eating in a smaller window. Now I don't necessarily recommend that for everybody. I, you know, my tune on intermittent fasting has changed a bit. I do think that if you've never done some type of fasting, I think it's great to sort of learn how your body reacts when you're not giving it food all the time because it sort of gives you boundaries around your day. Now, a lot of times I teach is, you know, I don't 
really the main thing I teach is not eating too close to bedtime really is important. So that's a type of fasting, allowing your body to digest before bed, because that's going to, that's going to impact sleep and help create quality sleep, which is obviously really important. So, um, that'll lead to my first principle, which is quality sleep, right? You wouldn't think of, Oh, how do I get abs? Well, you need to sleep well. Well, you need to recover, right? And where do you recover? That's during overnight rest, right? And so one of the ways to get quality sleep is to not eat too close to bedtime. And I think this is just a key thing to hone in. So I interviewed, um, Andy, ba- Andy Baker. I don't know if you listened to that one. It was, a about a few podcasts ago, not too long ago. And, you know, he's been in professional, uh, powerlifting for a while, ha- has his own, uh, gym out in Texas. And we, we just hit on a lot of things. And one of the things that stuck out to me when he talked about was, you know, especially for the new year here, right? What he teaches with his, his clients is what you want to do is start something and then end something. So end something that's maybe not serving you. Let's just say, I'll give an example. Okay. Um, perhaps you, you know, you have this tendency to always just eat, I don't know, eat junk past eight o'clock, right? Eat some type of, um, chocolate or not to say that all chocolate is bad. I, I do enjoy chocolate, but let's just say you're eating something that's not really serving you past seven, eight o'clock. Well, maybe that will be the thing that you're going to stop and then you're going to start something and maybe you're going to start, um, eliminate snacking for the day. Okay. So you're just going to have maybe three main solid meals and just eliminate snacking. And so that could be uh, your, your goal. And I would just stick with that until you get, get that into your repertoire and it becomes a habit. So I thought that was interesting the way he, he posed that stop something and start something, uh, whatever you're stopping, you know what it is. Maybe this is something that's not serving you and then start something that's going to help you get where you want to go. And so that's just one example. Um, but one thing I will say is, you know, you really want to understand where you're at now. Like I said, how your clothes fit, how you feel, that's most important. I think abs are sort of a secondary thing. doesn't really necessarily translate into true health. Although, you know, having a lot of visceral fat has been linked to, you know, diabetes, uh, insulin resistance, and a lot of things that don't serve you very well, right? So if we could get our visceral fat not necessarily to zero, right? I think that's a bit unrealistic for most people. I'm going to share my screen real quick so you can see. Uh, this is not my mo- most recent one, but just so you can see what you what you'll get from a DEXA scan, where it gives you body fat percentage, total mass, okay, fat tissue that you have, lean tissue. Um, this is just body mass, I believe. BMC, uh, BMC is oh, excuse me, bone mineral content. So, you know, people do this if they're trying to keep their bone mineral content higher, especially as we age. Um, and then visceral fat, which is an important one. And as you can see, I'm doing pretty good in that category, right? Um, at one point, I had pretty much nothing, um, and now I'm at 0.24. Um, this was in 2022, end of 2022. Uh, I had 150 pounds of lean tissue and 174 uh, pounds of total mass, so 9.6 body fat. So it gives you all of these things that you can measure. Let's say you don't have to do it every three months. I'd say, you know, even once every six months, I think is a good maybe uh, habit to get into. And then it sort of tells you if you're like your symmetry between your body parts, your arms, your legs, you know, for me, just showing that, okay, my 
your your right side versus your left side. Typically, it's not an even balance, but some you know sometimes it is. Um, my my right leg is stronger than my left leg. Well, that makes sense to some degree uh, because I'm right-handed. Okay, so this will just sort of give you an idea based on on uh, your different body parts and uh, and do you have some type of symmetry or should you actually focus on one side over the other? Okay, so anyways, really cool. Something to start with. I think starting the new year, this would be a good thing to do. I'm going to not stop sharing anymore. If, if, uh, let's see here. I would say start with a DEXA scan and maybe even start just tracking what you're eating. Maybe like some type of calorie counter. Um, there's tons of apps out there just to get an idea. I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge believer in doing it every single day, but I would do it every day for like a, a week just to see how, mu- how many calories are you eating? Um, how much are you eating in general? You know, some people are under eating. Okay. We've talked about that a lot. Uh, perhaps maybe you're overeating. You'll know who you are if you sort if you're overeating, but you want to just see where you're at. And I think what you'll find is a lot of people don't realize how much they're eating throughout the day or their lack of it. Um, and so those two things to start out with, I think is important. Tracking calories, maybe getting a DEXA scan if you have one in your area, just to give you an idea of like your visceral fat. And then from there, like I said, start something and stop something that's, that's not serving you, right? Um, some of the things that came to my mind like I said already, and you, this could be just the one you, you start right off the bat. Let's just say you go to bed around 1030. Let's stop eating at seven o'clock. Done, right? Um, this is going to help with quality sleep. It's going to get you into sort of a fasted state early, allow you to digest and just give you time to get ready for bed. And I think it's going to really improve um, uh, maybe perhaps your waist circumference, if that's something that you're looking to do. But also, like I said, quality sleep. Um, cooking for yourself, gosh, I've probably said this so many times, but I think it's really important. I know we all love sometimes to order in and 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 carry out and things like that, and you can do that from time to time. But I think if you can be cooking for yourself 80% of the time, I think that's a good way to start. So that might be something you want to start. Again, I would just pick one of these. I'm going to name a few other things. Um, limiting alcohol content. Really, we're not getting anything from that. Um, I know it's, you know, the holiday season is now over. Okay. So a lot of people like to take maybe January off. Um, but I would say more than just taking it off, if you can just limit it, um, maybe just say, okay, I'm just going to have, if I'm going to drink, it's going to be once a week or the weekend. Uh, nothing crazy, right? Uh, instead of every day or every other day. So that could be something you could s- stop. And then, um, and then s- instead of, doing having alcohol perhaps just some type of sparkling drink or something to replace it right um building muscle obviously is important i mean people will say oh do i need to do crunches to get abs i mean yes i think doing some type of ab exercise um maybe it doesn't have to be actually every workout you do i would say you know just your abs need to rest just like any other body part so you know sort of see how you feel but things like plank some type of anti-rotational exercises, perhaps even just like um, I enjoy like uh, carries, uh, suitcase carries with both, you know, weights in both your hands or weight in one hand. So an imbalance uh, walk uh, I like to do for myself. 
So those are those are core exercises. I think that's important structurally. Um, you could do crunches from time to time. Um, not a huge fan. I mean, I know a lot of people like to do leg lifts and things like that. So you can do those things from time to time, but I really think that, you know, they always say abs are made in the kitchen. I, I, I'm a true believer in that. Um, you know, it's important to maintain a, a strong core, but that's not really the end all in my opinion. And I think if you're doing these other things and just picking one of them and sticking with it and making it consistent over time, I think that that's going to give you your biggest bang for your buck. So that's what I want to touch on today. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email me, brian at briangrin.com. In the comments, feel free to write what you're going to start and what you're going to stop. And I'd be curious to know what it is. Uh, maybe maybe you're going to take my advice and stop eating at 7 o'clock um, so you can get a quality sleep and, and have great digestion um, before you go to bed as opposed to just you know eating up until 9, nine 10 o'clock. Uh, so may, that might be the, something that you might implement. So just pick one of those things that I've mentioned today. And let me know what it is. If it's something else, feel free. Write in the comments below or email me. And if you're loving the micro, would love a review. Um, and that would do great to just get it out to more people. Um, and that's all I got to touch on today. Um, I appreciate you listening. And look forward to talking with you on Friday with another great interview. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.